She slapped me. She actually slapped me. I stood there stunned, cheek burning, rubbing the right side of my face to work the sting away. I quickly scanned the neighborhood, hoping no one had seen. The Connollys were pulling into their driveway. A man with his dog walked casually down the sidewalks away from us. Kids played in the street. All were too busy to see what happened. Before I could react, Yolanda was stomping off in an angry huff, carrying an overstuffed gym bag. Yolanda hadn't even told me what I'd done. Bounding from the front porch in a Michael Jordan leap over the three cement steps, I ran after her. She was making her way around to the driver's side of her BMW before I was even halfway down the cracked sidewalk. I yelled for her. Yolanda, can we talk about this baby? With her hand on the car handle, she shot back a stare that gave me pause. There was hatred in her eyes. Pure, unadulterated hate. What had I done? I moved beside her as she opened the car door. Wait, can you just wait a minute? Can you at least tell me when you're coming back? I'd known Yolanda's answer as soon as I saw her clothes and toiletries in the back seat of the car. She didn't look at me when she said, I won't be coming back, Tony. Her voice was as cold as ice. My eyes began blinking. She might as well have kicked me between my legs. Air left me in deep, violent waves. I felt dizzy, and my legs began to buckle. Desperately, I grabbed her arm. I spun Yolanda around, probably a bit too rough, trying to make her look at me. Her teeth clenched, but made no sounds of protest or pain. Baby, what's this all about? What have I done? Slowly, her gaze came to mine. Her expression changed from icy rage to uncertainty. I loosened my hold. You hurt me, Tony. I thought you were the one person I could trust. Her eyes filled with tears. I don't recall ever seeing her cry before. Her lower lip began to quiver. I wanted to comfort her, to hold her in my arms until whatever this was could be forgotten. She pulled away from my grasp. I don't ever want to see you again, she said with newfound resolve before tossing the bag inside and getting in the car. Yolanda drove off, leaving me alone in the middle of the street without a clue. Just last night, we had a romantic dinner together at the Club Deluge where we first met. I presented her a beautiful diamond engagement ring, asking her to marry me over candlelight. I had made arrangements with the band to play Janet Jackson's When I Think of You, her favorite song. She said yes quickly, as though I might take it all back. Everyone's attention turned to us. Our joy gave off an electric vibe that must have sent out a jubilant shockwave that affected the club's patrons. Later, at my place, we made passionate love, awoke in each other's arms, and had a relaxing breakfast. Everything was perfect. What had happened from the time I went to work to the time I came home? What had she meant about me hurting her? I hadn't hurt her or betrayed her trust. I would never do that. My mind raced, but there was nothing. I yanked my cell phone from its holder on my belt and pressed the speed dial.
I had to know why. It rang three times before going to voicemail. Baby, I would never, never what?